0: President Tsai Ing-wen has arrived in Eswatini, Taiwan's one remaining African ally. Shortly after landing, her delegation signed three cooperation deals with the South African country. One agreement forged a sister city relationship between Kaohsiung and Eswatini's capital. In another deal, Taiwan committed to providing support for Eswatini's female entrepreneurs. During the signing ceremony, Eswatini's king said he considered Taiwan a home away from home. Tsai is on a four-day state visit to celebrate 55 years of friendship between the two countries.
1: Upon arriving in Eswatini, President Tsai Ing-wen was welcomed by the nation's prime minister, Cleopas Mini and a traditional dance ceremony. Taiwanese expats flocked to shake her hand, but Tsai didn't stay long as she had a full schedule ahead.
2: After President Tsai got off her plane, she went directly to Eswatini's palace for the signing of three cooperation deals.
1: Taiwan and Eswatini signed three agreements, including a sister city pact between Kaohsiung and Eswatini's capital, Ambabane, another deal focused on microloans for female entrepreneurs. In his remarks at the signing, King Muswati III conveyed a warm welcome to Taiwan's president.
3: We have great relationship. And uh, it continues to grow. Uh, when I visited uh, Taiwan, I've been there now. I don't know; it's countless because uh, Taiwan is also my home.
1: Your Majesty, um, M Swatini, um, the Third, the King. The first two um, celebrations, of course, is about the founding of the S. Swatini 55 years ago. And the second one, of course, is the king's birthday. So happy birthday to you. Later, at a banquet with Taiwanese expats, Tsai announced upcoming changes to her Africa plan.
2: We will revise the Africa plan when we return. If I'm unable to finish the task, I will pass it along to the next president. Then I'll tell everyone the Africa plan is already in the hands of the next president. You can go after him. Maybe we can even manage it so that the next time a Taiwan president comes, he'll not only be able to visit Eswatini, but other places as well.
1: During her remarks, Tsai was joined on stage by Eswatini's chief aide-de-camp to the president, and top police and military officers in a sign of respect. Taiwan expats drove as long as nine hours from other African nations to hear her speak and show support
0: for their homeland. DPP presidential candidate Lai Ching-de has kicked off a series of policy presentations. At the inaugural session on Wednesday, he gave a broad introduction to the National Project of Hope, his blueprint for building a better Taiwan. More details will be unveiled in the coming weeks. During Wednesday's event, Lai was joined by former Culture Minister Zheng Li Jing. Her presence fueled rumors about her being Lai's running mate, but she firmly denied any plans to enter the election. DPP
1: presidential candidate Lai Qingde held his first national policy briefing on Wednesday He said his blueprint for the country addresses three key issues democracy and peace innovation and prosperity and justice and sustainability campaigning is on
2: To promote Taiwan's balanced development, I will establish a mechanism that deepens cooperation between the central government and local governments. That way, we can leverage the power of the central government to resolve all sorts of infrastructure problems. We have to be bold with investing in innovation for future generations, and we must provide opportunities for everyone. Only then can our society and our country progress.
1: Lai added that he would reform child subsidies for young families and long-term care for older adults.
2: The Thai administration launched a policy where the government helps families with children aged 0 to 6. I want to upgrade that policy to version 2.0. I have also proposed three key strategies for housing justice. My administration will also continue work to implement Long-Term Care 3.0, boosting the government's investment in society.
1: The event was held in collaboration with New Frontier Foundation Vice President Cho Yi-Ren, Foundation for Future Generations Chair Chen Li-jun, and Taiwan Think Tank Honorary Chair Chen Bo-zhi. In addition, more than 60 specialists have endorsed his proposals. Chen is rumored to be a potential pick for Lai's running mate or
0: premier. So, uh,
2: I do not have any political ambitions or plans to run for election. As a think tank, we hope to contribute by making suggestions for a vision for the future of our country. I have not engaged in discussions about whether I'll be on the party list. I've told you all, I have no plans to run in the election, not at all.
1: Jen denied that she was considering a government role, either as running mate, premier, or a legislator at large. The guessing game continues on who will join Lai's ticket for 2024.
0: A 5.5 magnitude earthquake struck Jai County at 5:30 p.m. on Tuesday. The tremor shattered a dozen fish tanks at a shrimp farm and sent goods flying off the shelves at a supermarket. This was the fourth shallow quake to hit the area in past few weeks. Seismologists warned that more could come.
2: Security cameras captured the moment an earthquake struck a Jai supermarket, sending goods falling onto the floor. Some shoppers stand still in shock while others make for the door.
0: <laughs>
1: I was dead scared. There were two jolts. First there was one, and then it stopped, and then it started again. Everything fell down.
2: At a shrimp farm in Zhuqi Township, many of the tanks didn't survive the quake. Let's see. And the玉璃.
1: When I came back to have a look, there was broken glass all over the floor and all the water had spilled out. About 11 tanks were broken.
2: At 5.30 p.m. on Tuesday, the 5.5 magnitude earthquake struck Xingang Township in Jai County. Its depth was just 8.5 kilometers, making it an exceptionally shallow temblor.
1: We think the cause of the earthquake was that energy building up here reached a breaking point,
2: triggering a release. This marks the fourth shallow earthquake to hit Jai Xingang and Mingxiong area in the past half month. There are fears that the quakes are connected to activity at the Meishan Fault, which caused a 7.1 magnitude earthquake in
0: 1906. The location of
1: these quakes is actually quite far from the Meishan Fault. There are some experts who say the Meishan Fault extends underground all the way to Xingang, but according to the Meishan Fault map issued by the Central Geological Survey, this quake did not occur along the fault.
2: Seismologists say that more shallow quakes could follow in the next two weeks, ranging between magnitudes 4 to 4.5. Residents are urged to stay alert to possible tremors to come.
0: Taiwan's inflation picked up last month, driven mainly by weather events and rising oil prices. The government's consumer price index increased more than 2.5 percent from a year earlier. This marks the first time since May that the rise exceeded 2 percent. It's also the biggest single jump in seven months. Officials say two typhoons, Dok and Kanun, had damaged crops and raised vegetable prices by 13.3 percent in August. Fuel prices went up too, surging 5.3 percent. Officials say, however, that both factors are short-term. Once agricultural production and oil prices stabilize, consumer prices are expected to sharply fall. National Central Library in Taipei has been recognized by the American Library Association for providing an innovative space for creation. At the library's open lab, you can compose music, do live streams, learn DIY crafts, and even shoot videos. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang takes us in for a look.
3: We're reporting live at Taipei 101. At first glance, you might think that I'm at FTV News Studio, but I'm actually at National Central Library's Open Lab. The room is equipped with cameras, lights, a green screen, and a computer filled with different virtual backgrounds. You can choose a virtual background and report live. We are at the National Central Library's Open Lab. Aside from a broadcast studio, there's a room for people to live stream and edit videos. There's also a room for people to practice and compose music. There's an electric piano and drum set for music lovers to play. Many entrepreneurs come here to work.
2: We come here to create our music and we do our podcastings and video castings from here. It's absolutely amazing that the government offers these facilities you know, to people like ourselves, and best of all, it's for free, and it's super high-quality equipment that they have. It's absolutely mind-blowing. And
3: we have been using all of the equipments, actually, mostly every day, as much as we can, because we do a lot of, as um, Andrew mentioned, podcast, pod- podcasting and videos. <laughs> The library also has a makerspace for DIY lessons like sewing, 3D printmaking, carpentry, and more. People interested in these classes can sign up on the OpenLab website.
2: We provide a lot of learning courses here, such as DIY courses. There are sewing courses, 3D printing courses, and audiovisual courses. People can use our facilities and equipment to pursue their inspiration. We often have such courses, so you can sign up on our Open Lab website.
3: The library opened its Open Lab Multimedia Center in November 2022. The space used to be an old office. It was converted with the help of architects, interior designers, educators, and librarians.
2: Over the past few years, we have been thinking about how to pivot and create a library that meets current trends and is a space for creative pursuits. It was initially an administrative office space, so for example, its floor is very low, and there are many compartments and office equipment. The entire construction period was just 206 days. I hope that through this space, the public will have some ideas after reading and getting inspiration and then implement their inspiration here.
3: The Open Lab won the American Library Association Presidential Citation for Innovative International Library Projects Award in 2023. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Tan Hao in Taipei.
0: Heavy rains brought by Typhoon Haikui have caused the collapse of a century-old historical building, the Chao Yi Mansion in Jingmen. The collapse happened quickly in less than five seconds. With the exception of one section of a wall, the entire house fell and became a heap of rubble nearly affecting the home next door. A neighbor speaks out about the ordeal.
2: Every time there is a typhoon, I am on tenterhooks because of that structure. You never know whether that building will lean forward or backward. It's listed as a historical site. But there have been no repair plans or protection measures whatsoever. Not at all. It's been left to weather the elements. The most important thing now is to clear out the damaged structure as soon as possible. We want to quickly ensure accessibility for the homes next door and the roads to safeguard everyone's safety.
0: The Western-style mansion was built in 1911. It was a popular tourist site on the outlying island due to its distinctive red windows that form the Chinese character Xi or happiness. Local officials say that due to unclear property rights, they can only perform stopgap repairs on the building at this stage. Over the past few years, Supermodel Ling Ling has kept a low profile to focus on family, but these days she's captured headlines once again. Rumor has it that she's being considered for running mate by independent presidential candidate Terry Goh. At an event on Wednesday, Lin denied the speculation, saying that all she wants is to live a happy life.
1: Back in front of the cameras is Lin Zhiling in a plunging white gown. Now age 48, the model still emanates an ethereal beauty. According to the latest rumors, presidential candidate Terry Go hopes to recruit Lin for running mate. The speculation has turned Lin into a hot topic in political news, but Lin again denied the rumors on Wednesday.
2: Of course, I'm very distant from politics. I think my dreams are much like everyone else's. I just want health and happiness in life and peace in society. To be honest, if it were all up to me, I would turn it all into Barbie land, a peaceful place where everyone wears pink and pearls.
1: Over the past few years, Lynn has turned her focus to family. She occasionally posts photos with her husband and her son to social media, sharing the joys of motherhood with fans. With public appearances few and far between, some say she could soon retire for good.
2: Back then, I thought I would dedicate myself fully to my family. Of course, many of my friends keep reminding me that there are some things I should still show up for. So I do attend events that are meaningful to society, like charity events. Or if it's an occasion on which I can offer everyone some of my warmth, I'll still be there. I'm passionate about my work and I love life.
1: Lynn said she would continue to be in the public eye, especially to attend charity events and share her zest for life with her fans.
0: Museum of Contemporary Art Taipei has launched a new exhibition titled Humus. Six artists from the Czech Republic, Belgium and Taiwan visited an indigenous tribe in Hualien to investigate and create works based on their observations. Our reporter Stephanie Yang takes us in for a look. In, like in the background. Czech artist Matej Mahaček utilized a texture painting
3: technique to create this artwork. He captured native dogs that he saw while climbing sacred mountains. Along the way, he also captured trees and tribal community members. These artworks were all inspired by Mahachek's trip to a tribal village in Hualien.
0: The inspiration is basically because uh, I really like the nature and the landscape, so it's based on the memories and my personal experience from this staying and from the nature, and also I use some. Like the middle motif of this painting, the the huge scale of the dog as an animal, as a fragment of the really important, like a friend or animal for the for the people in the village. So I start to use the large scale of rice paper and I paint directly on the paper, like on the floor. And after the painting is finished, I glue the painting on the canvas, on the cotton canvas. And after it's dry, I stretched the complete painting on the wooden frame.
3: Taiwanese and Belgium artist Wang Ai Mei's work drew inspiration from a documentary that investigated the cultural ownership of pillars and beams from an ancestral house in the Tafalong tribe. The Tafalong tribe asked Academia Sinica to return seven carved pillars to the tribe. They eventually reached a compromise where the tribal members brought the ancestral spirit in the pillars back to the tribe, and the museum got to keep the wooden pillars. Wang created porcelain fragments as well as nets. I used the seven pillars and made um, a ceramic version of them, and so I wanted to reverse the um the process of the story from the community to the museum. This time, make it reverse from the gallery, the art gallery, back into what people considered was nature or community for them. And so, the visitors of the exhibition they could come and see the artwork and take one piece of fragment and take them with them home. So to to work on this idea of having a net that gathers, even even if maybe if you are like people from multiple ethnicity, you don't really have a place where you belong or you're not sure about your identity. You still have fragments of like your ancestor or your belief. And so, I wanted to like make them into kind of um, a fishnet or something that retains and both like ties you to the land but also tie you to the culture that seems a bit fragmented. The exhibition Humus is a long-term curatorial project that began in 2020. The curators and artists visited San, a tribal mountain in Hualien, to explore and create artworks that bring to light the relationship between land and culture, as well as the artist's interpretation of dealing with identity. The exhibition features the work of six artists from the Czech Republic, Belgium, and Taiwan. One featured Taiwanese artist is Gao Anbo. He drew animals from Ami's mystical tale as well as clouds he saw at the tribe.
2: These three are ink paintings. They were inspired by our experience of following an Ami's group to Chilangasan. I collected inspiration from the past we took to paint these works. I also used local water sources such as Qilangasang water and rainwater because it was raining at that time. I also mixed local soil to make different ink colors.
3: The exhibition will be held at the Museum of Contemporary Art, Taipei, till October 15th. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Hong Guo Kai in Taipei.
0: Today we meet a military veteran who has dedicated himself to charity since his retirement. Former Defense Ministry spokesman David Lowe grew up in an abusive family and was sent to a children's home before being adopted. After a successful military career, he turned to charity endeavors in his golden years. Now leading the Andrew Charity Association, he is committed to supporting other families in need. And he's sharing stories of the inspirations he finds among the people he works with. Uh, 常津思书呢, Former Ministry
1: of National Defense spokesperson David Lowe talks about a charity food box project aimed at diverse recipients. Now the CEO of Andrew Charity Association, Lowe has dedicated himself to charity since he retired from the military in 2016.
2: There have been so many benefactors and better people who have helped me in my life.
1: Lowe has not had an easy life. He was just a child when his father was injured in the 1958 Taiwan Strait Crisis and forced to retire from the military, falling into alcoholism and becoming violent toward his family. The young Lo and his little brother were sent to a children's home and later adopted. It's that childhood adversity which now inspires Lo's charity work. Lo has been researching the lives of people in Taiwan's lower social classes, and he says he's seen firsthand how many people have it even harder than he did as a child. But he's moved by witnessing so many people in difficult financial situations give everything to help others.
0: I
2: was visiting an older lady who we were helping And as I was leaving, she pulled a crumpled 200 NT note out of her pocket and made me take it I sent her a receipt for her donation And told her not to hesitate to contact us anytime she needed our care or help
1: Lowe says that while a few people in desperate circumstances get onto a newspaper page and attract much attention and support, there are many more who don't receive the same attention. That's
0: what inspires him to keep going with the wish not to leave anybody out. NBA star Michael Porter Jr. has landed in Taiwan for a four-day visit. During an interview, the Denver Nuggets forward said he is eager to see what Taiwan is all about. Let's give it a listen.
1: I'm excited to be here. Um, I think I'm going to see some, uh, some some younger basketball players, hang out with them. I want to try the food, um, the beach. I heard the beach is awesome, just interact with the, with the fans.
0: Porter was sworn by devoted fans at the airport. He spent 10 minutes engaging with the crowd, posing for photos and signing autographs. He will throw the first pitch for a game at the Taichung Intercontinental Baseball Stadium this Saturday.